Hello and welcome. This is New Creation Common Prayer. Today we are called to worship with Psalm 72, verses 1 through 11. God, give your judgments to the king. Give your righteousness to the king's son. Let him judge your people with righteousness and your poor ones with justice. Let the mountains bring peace to the people. Let the hills bring righteousness. Let the king bring justice to people who are poor. Let him save the children of those who are needy, but let him crush oppressors. Let the king live as long as the sun, as long as the moon, generation to generation. Let him fall like rain upon fresh-cut grass, like showers that water the earth. Let the righteous flourish throughout their lives, and let peace prosper until the moon is no more. Let the king rule from sea to sea, let the ri- from the river to the ends of the earth. Let the desert dwellers bow low before him, let his enemies lick the dust. Let the kings of Tarshish and the islands bring tribute, let the kings of Sheba and Seba bring gifts. Let all the kings bow down before him, let all the nations serve him. Today's Old Testament reading comes from 1 Kings 22, 1-28. For three years there was no war between Aram and the Israelites. In the third year, Judah's king Jehoshaphat visited Israel's king. Israel's king said to his servants, You know, don't you, that Ramoth-Gilead is ours, but we aren't doing anything to take it back from the king of Aram. He said to Jehoshaphat, Will you go with me into battle at Ramoth-Gilead? Jehoshaphat said to Israel's king, I am with you, and my troops and my horses are united with yours. But Jehoshaphat said to Israel's king, First let me see what the Lord has to say. So Israel's king gathered with about 400 prophets, and he asked them, Should I go to war with Ramoth-Gilead or not? Attack, the prophets answered. The Lord will hand it over to the king. But Jehoshaphat said, Isn't there any other prophet of the Lord whom we can ask? There is one other man we could ask the Lord for us. Israel's king told Jehoshaphat, But I hate him because he never prophesies anything good about me, only bad. His name is Micaiah, Imlah's son. The king shouldn't speak like that, Jehoshaphat said. So Israel's king called an officer and ordered, Bring Micaiah, Imlah's son, right away. Now Israel's king and Judah's king, Jehoshaphat, were sitting on their thrones, dressed in their royal robes, at the threshing floor beside the entrance to the gate of Samaria. All the prophets were prophesying in front of them. Zedekiah, Chinaanah's son, made iron horns for himself and said, This is what the Lord says. With these horns you will gore the Arameans until there's nothing left of them. All the other prophets agreed, Attack Ramoth Gilead and win! The Lord will hand it over to the king. Meanwhile, the messenger who had gone to summon Micaiah came to him and said, Listen, the prophets all agree that the king will succeed. You should say the same thing they say and prophesy success. But Micaiah answered, As surely as the Lord lives, I will say only what the Lord tells me to say. When Micaiah arrived, the king asked him, Micaiah, should we go to war with Ramoth-Gilead or not? Attack and win, Micaiah answered. The Lord will hand it over to the king. But the king said, How many times must I demand that you tell me the truth when you speak in the name of the Lord? Then Micaiah replied, I saw all Israel scattered on the hills like sheep without a shepherd. And then the Lord said, 
they have no master, let them return safely to their own homes. Then Israel's king said to Jehoshaphat, Didn't I tell you? He never prophesies anything good about me, only bad. Then Micaiah said, Listen now to the Lord's word. I saw the Lord enthroned with all the heavenly forces stationed beside him at his right and at his left. The Lord said, Who will persuade Ahab so that he attacks Ramoth-Gilead and dies there? There were many suggestions, until one particular spirit approached the Lord and said, I'll persuade him. How? the Lord asked. I will be a lying spirit in the mouth of all his prophets, he said. The Lord agreed, you will succeed in persuading him. Go ahead. So now, since the Lord has placed a lying spirit in the mouth of every one of these prophets of yours, it is the Lord who has pronounced disaster against you. Zedekiah, Chinaana's son, approached Micaiah and slapped him on the cheek. Just how did the Lord's spirit leave me to speak to you? He asked. Micaiah answered, You will find out on the day you try to hide in an inner room. Arrest him, ordered Israel's king, and turn him over to Ammon, the city official, and to Joash, the king's son. Tell them, the king says, put this man in prison and feed him minimum rations of bread and water until I return safely. If you ever return safely, Micaiah replied, then the Lord wasn't speaking through me. Then he added, pay attention, every last one of you. Today's New Testament reading comes from 1 Corinthians 2, 1-13. When I came to you, brothers and sisters, I didn't come preaching God's secrets to you like I was an expert in speech or wisdom. I had made up my mind not to think about anything while I was with you except Jesus Christ and to preach him as crucified. I stood in front of you with weakness, fear, and a lot of shaking. My message and my preaching weren't presented with convincing wise words, but with a demonstration of the Spirit and of power. I did this so that your faith might not depend on the wisdom of people, but on the power of God. What we say is wisdom to people who are mature. It isn't a wisdom that comes from the present day or from today's leaders who are being reduced to nothing. We talk about God's wisdom, which has been hidden as a secret. God determined this wisdom in advance, before time began, for our glory. It is a wisdom that none of the present day rulers have understood, because if they did understand it, they would never have crucified the Lord of glory. But this is precisely what is written. God has prepared things for those who love him that no eye has seen or ear has heard, or that haven't crossed the mind of any human being. God has revealed these things to us through the Spirit. The Spirit reaches everything and searches everything, including the depths of God. Who knows a person's depths except their own spirit that lives in them? In the same way, no one has known the depths of God except God's Spirit. We haven't received the world's Spirit, but God's Spirit, so that we can know the things given to us by God. These are the things we are talking about, not with words taught by human wisdom, but with words taught by the Spirit. We are interpreting spiritual things to spiritual people. Today's Gospel reading comes from the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 4, verses 18 through 25. As Jesus walked along the Galilee Sea, he saw two brothers, Simon, who is called Peter, and Andrew, throwing fish in, fishing nets into the sea because they were fishermen. 
Come, follow me, he said, and I'll show you how to fish for people. Right away they left their nets and followed him. Continuing on, he saw another set of brothers, James the son of Zebedee and his brother John. They were in a boat with Zebedee their father repairing their nets. Jesus called them, and immediately they left the boat and their father and followed him. Jesus traveled throughout Galilee. Teaching in their synagogues, he announced the good news of the kingdom and healed every disease and sickness among the people. News about him spread throughout Syria. People brought to him all those who had various kinds of diseases, those in pain, those possessed by demons, those with epilepsy, and those who were paralyzed, and he healed them. Large crowds followed him from Galilee, the Decapolis, Jerusalem, Judea, and from areas beyond the Jordan River. Faithfulness is what I long for. Faithfulness is what I need. Faithfulness is what you want from me. Righteousness is what I long for, and righteousness is what I need. Righteousness is what you want from me. Formed. Take my mind, transform it. Take my will, conform it to yours, to yours, to yours. Oh. Take it all, 
take my life and form it. Take my mind, transform it. Take my will, conform it to yours, to The Nicene Creed is a statement of Christian faith that goes back all the way to the year 325. It is a recitation of the common faith among all Christians about the triune God, the world, the church, and our future hope. It holds a special place among Christian creeds of faith as the only creed that has been affirmed by the Protestant, Catholic, and Eastern Orthodox branches of Christianity. If you know it, feel free to recite it along with me. If not, take this opportunity to listen to the core of our faith that has been handed down to us for nearly 2,000 years. We believe in one God, the Father, the Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all that is seen and unseen. We believe in one Lord, Jesus Christ, the only Son of God, eternally begotten of the Father, God from God, light from light, true God from true God, begotten, not made, of one being with the Father. Through him all things were made. For us and for our salvation he came down from heaven. By the power of the Holy Spirit he became incarnate from the Virgin Mary and was made man. For our sake he was crucified under Pontius Pilate. He suffered death and was buried. On the third day he rose again in accordance with the scriptures. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again in glory to judge the living and the dead, and his kingdom will have no end. We believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, who proceeds from the Father. With the Father and the Son, he is worshiped and glorified, he has spoken through the prophets. We believe in one holy Catholic and apostolic church. We acknowledge one baptism for the forgiveness of sins. We look for the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen. And now let us enter into a time of prayer for ourselves, our community, and the whole world. I invite you, wherever you're joining with us, to lift up your prayers, either out loud or silently, wherever you are today. Let's pray. Lord, we pray for your church, both our local congregation and the church worldwide. Help us to be unified in our mission today and to be great co-partners with your spirit, wherever we find ourselves. Lord, we pray for those who are suffering today, whether sick, injured, or oppressed. Be with them, supply their needs, and bring justice today, we pray.
Lord, we pray for those who may consider us enemies, whom we have injured or offended. Grant them your peace and enable us to be peacemakers. Lord, we thank you for your many blessings, including these. And now let us pray the prayer our Lord Jesus taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory forever. Amen. As we depart this time together, go with these closing words from Psalm 119. Your hands have made me and set me in place. Help me understand so I can learn your commandments. Go today in the grace and peace of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. We'll see you tomorrow. New Creation Common Prayer is a ministry of New Creation Community Online, New Creation Community Middleton, and Nampa College Church. You can find out more about our ministries by visiting nampacollegechurch.com. Today's song was Faithfulness, performed by Ryan Gage and recorded and mixed by Drew McKellips. All scripture readings were out of the Common English Bible. Today's psalm reading was read by Caleb Daniels. Today's Old Testament reading was by Caleb Daniels. Today's epistle reading was by Caleb Daniels. And today's gospel reading was by Caleb Daniels. Background music for New Creation Common Prayer was created awesomely by Keller Gage. Today's devotion was produced and edited by Caleb Daniels.